Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hoopers Lab podcast, the podcast where we talk all things basketball. I'm joined here by my co-host, Riley. Yo, yo, yo. I'm joined here by my co-host, Riley. What the hell? Can you not hear me? Well, you didn't say anything at the beginning. But what? Now, I said, now yo, I yo, hear yo. you. <laughs> what? You couldn't hear me. No, I only heard you a couple of seconds ago. I heard you when you said you couldn't hear me. What the heck? That, all right, that's weird. Oh, all right. So, how are you doing today? <laughs> uh, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm just watching some uh, through the wire before, nice, nice. Uh, before you called. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. You already know what we're doing. We're doing the shooting guard list now. We did the point guard list last time. Yeah, and we should have done so all four. Shooting guard list, same, same, same rules apply uh, for how we looked up positions. And if there was a player that wasn't that we didn't mention on the point guard list, <laughs> Shay, then they're probably on this list. <laughs> nah, he's so, not good enough. Well, unless Shay didn't make it for you, but we'll <laughs> we'll have to see about that. Um, I feel like our lists will actually be kind of different. There, there's some interchangeable stuff that I think that we're going to side differently on, but we'll see. That's fair. Uh, one thing to say before we start is Clay Thompson is not on this list, even though this is, this isn't based off just last season. I want to clarify that again. This is based on who we think the top 10 shooting guards are. It's been too long what do you of say, a time. Play, like, when the hell was the last Two time? Years? Yeah, literally. It's been so long since we've seen Clay play. It was 2019. It was like June 2019. Yeah. A whole pandemic happened, and this guy hasn't played yet. This guy has been in more movies than basketball Basketball in the past two years. (laughs) (laughs) I miss Clay, man. I honestly do, too. And, like, if he was on this list, he'd rank rank probably top three. He'd he'd rank top three. He'd definitely be top. uh, The upper echelons. I think he'd be top three. But yeah, but he's not on this list, so that adds room for another player. Um, let's start with our honorable mentions. How many do you have? I have four. They kind of like fall off a little bit, I have though. Four too. I feel they kind of fall. Yeah. Not, not like a well, lot. Let's just like a tiny. A little bit quickly, then. Um, Who's your main main honorable main, mention? The guy that's closest main, to making it. I'm um, Karis LeVert. Okay, Karis LeVert is on my list. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Car- yeah. I, I, yeah, I was debating basically between Karis and uh, number 10. Um, and I just really like Karis. Yeah, I think I know part. who I think yeah, I know sure. your number 10. I, I definitely hope you know my number uh, Maybe. Well, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I know who it is. But my main honorable mention is Fred Van Vliet. Yeah. And I'm assuming he's your 10. Yeah. Okay, so... I guess we could talk about the Levert Van Vliet thing now, because I was I had Van Vliet over Levert, but when I was looking more into it, he didn't have the um, best season. No, like Van Vliet has one of the worst shot IQs in the league. Yeah, like his efficiency and his shot IQ is horrendous. Like playmaking and defensively, he's actually like really good, and he can be a good score. It's just like you really. I think he just bad shot IQ. I think he just needs another guy. Like, like I think he could be a good like second scoring option. But like, it's the same thing with Siakam too. It's like I was gonna say like they're both second options. (laughs) But yeah, like if bro, Kawhi was still on this team, man. Kawhi Kawhi should solve all the. Nah, facts. We still saying that, but yeah, Van Vliet just like his scoring and stuff. I think that having a guy. Hopefully they draft Jalen Suggs and that kind of helps everything. Hopefully that helps yeah. their half court offense and just like make it more smooth. And hopefully that I don't know. Van Vliet's a really good playmaker, good defender, but yeah, like he did. It was this season where he was scored like fifty four, right? Yeah, he had a he had a big game this year against the Magic. Yeah, he yeah. had a big game this year, and that's gonna happen when you're shooting those nice shots. Sometimes they're gonna. Yeah. Hit. No, exactly. But yeah, I, I didn't put him over there because I think Levert is just all around better all around. Um, Like, we've seen Levert in the bubble. He turned into an elite playmaker. Yeah. He's, yeah, him he's be that his versatile. No, yeah, and I really value that. We've seen him be yeah. that main scorer. Van Vliet just, like, 
super inefficient, super bad in the clutch this season. Like he can be 10 next year. I think he will be 10, but there was just too many holes in his game that were too big for me to overlook. So then I just put Levert here. That's fair. So yeah, that's kind of, so that's, that's our 10 and our 11, basically. We just have them flopped. Yeah. Flipped. Why did I say flop? <laughs> flop. Flop. Everybody do the flop. Okay. So another honorable mention I have is Marcus Smart. Okay, that's a good one. You know, I mean, defensively, he's always going to... Do you make an all-defensive team this year? Um, I don't know. I actually don't remember. This is how insignificant defense knowledge can But, <laughs> I mean, actually, Marcus Smart did play mostly point guard. I don't know. I'd have to look at the positions. But, I mean, offensively, he had his best offensive year, and he had his best playmaking year, and he always brings that defense. So I thought he'd be a good honorable mention. I actually didn't that's check true. what his eligibility was. That's, actually, that's a good one, actually. By our standards. Yeah, he doesn't make the list, but he's shooting guard or point guard. I don't really know which one he is, but I thought he, would, he was worth mentioning. Uh, who's your other honorable mention? I got Terry Rozier. I got Rozier as an honorable mention, too. I mean... Karis and Rozier are, like, my two main ones. Okay. Um, Terry had... Yeah, yeah. Terry! I, he's so he's fun to watch. Announcers always make it better, obviously. Um, and, yeah. I just really... I really like Terry Rozier with that Hornets team, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, too. And yeah, I think if they just uh, find a solid big, they could uh, Hornets could be scary. Yeah, fact. I mean, scoring is what Terry Rozier does, and he does it well. And I yeah, think that he's a no, great exactly. fit for a guy like Lamelo because Lamelo isn't like your main like. He's kind of like this is gonna be a really bad comparison, but like Chris Paul in a way. I kind of like thought you were gonna say that. Like, yeah, he's not gonna like he's not always gonna get you buckets, but he can't get you buckets. But he's gonna look to get everybody involved. Yeah, and that's why Rozier, because Rozier doesn't like to get anyone else involved. He just likes to score, <laughs> so it's just a good fit. And then, is that is uh, Lamelo and Terry Rozier the next Devin Booker and Chris Paul? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell no. <That> is... <laughs> yeah, bro, they're gonna make the finals next year. Um, you never know, bro. I mean. I think in this case I do know that that's not gonna happen. They're gonna they're gonna trade for Drummond and he's gonna be their DeAndre eight. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, Drummond is nowhere near the offensive or even I'd say defensive player yeah, that Aiden is. So. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Rozier was one of my honorable men- honorable mentions. My last honorable mention is Sexton. I had Sexton down as well. It's just like, I mean, he can score. But like, he, to what else? <laughs> he's like so borderline for me. Like he's either like close to like Levine level, or he's close to like Jordan Clarkson level. And I don't know yeah, which one. Yeah. Like he could either be like that guy that we're seeing Levine be right now, just like that elite bucket getter and just like that all star caliber player, or we, or I see him as like more of a six man. Like in that Jordan Clarkson role, and I'm really split on that, so that's why he's not on my list. Just no, exactly. And and the thing with like Levine is that Levine's improved in his other in other aspects of his game. Like apparently he's wanted to get better defensively, which I don't I don't know if we'll necessarily actually see that, but um, Mm -hmm. he's definitely shown more improvement in other areas of his game. Oh, definitely, and we're gonna get to him later because I'm assuming that he's on. He didn't make. He didn't make my list. Oh, not even an honorable mention. Oh, that's. He's just no ass. (laughs) Yeah, bro. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, Sexton. He's like, I don't know if you'll ever like. He hasn't really like. I mean, obviously, his scoring has like improved, but like, I don't know. He's just like a volume scorer that's inconsistent. But like when he started out the really good like remember when the Cavs were really good and they beat like the Nets like two times in a row and oh yeah yeah like, falling out yeah so hopefully we see more of more of that next year because he, he he can do that but also I'm not sure on his potential yet no exactly no it's like such a it's like a question like 
No, and then I talked about one of our podcast episodes being like players were really high on, players were really low on, and players were just like not sure on. Sexton's one of those Sexton's guys who's not sure on. No, exactly. Like I like Sexton, but I just it's hard to gauge him. Like I think this next season's gonna be huge for him to see if he's more of like that six man. Also, like he's in trade rumors, so that's another thing. I forgot about that. He's yeah, probably he's... Gonna, he might get traded, so he's going to New York. Well, New York's interested. I've seen that the Warriors want him. I don't know why the Warriors want so many get a, scores, man. <laughs> they want Lillard. They want Sexton. They want every <laughs> score, man. They're just trying to run small ball. They just can't. They can't help themselves, bro. They got to run small ball. Yeah, facts. But like, even like a wing or something. No, just get every <laughs> guard. Get every small guard in the league, basically. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, on that team, he would be. Not really a six man, I guess. I don't know. It would yeah, have to yeah. depend on what they give up. But we did our ten and eleven basically. Van Vliet and Levert. We just have them swapped. Is there anything you want to add on Van Vliet, or did I mostly like hit all the points? No, not really. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um. So let's go to our. Are you eating an apple? No. <laughs> fucking sounds like an apple, bro. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not eating anything, bro. Oh, I don't know what the hell that noise is. Like. It's a Rubik's cube. <laughs> oh, it sounds like you're eating an apple. No, bro. Man's just solving Rubik's cubes while we're ranking players. They messed up. They messed up my Rubik's cube. It bothers me when it's not completed, bro. Do you know how to do Rubik's cubes? I just, I know how to do certain steps up to a certain part, and then I just Google the rest. <laughs> I can never figure that shit out, bro. Never in a million years. Um, so let's move to our number nine. Who uh, give me your number nine? My number nine, I have Shea. Um, oh, shit. Okay, okay. I was really debating uh between Shea or the person I got. You know. Yeah. Okay. I see. And I wasn't. I don't know. I feel bad because I really like Shea, but like at the same time, he's still young. So he's still, he's still young, to... and yeah. he didn't like he didn't play a whole lot last year. Thirty-eight like games, he, yeah. Like he did, but he didn't. And I don't know. The I mean, Thunder was like still like decently. Guy, comp- I feel like neither did the guy you have above. <laughs> That's true, but <laughs> um, like the games played very similar. But yeah, I get what you mean. I don't know. And, like, the thing is, Shea just had, like, all the range to score the basketball because he's on the Thunder and, you know, they don't have anybody else mm-hmm. um, who's really going to do that. Well, that's not a knock on Shea or anything, obviously, but I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I think I definitely see him jumping up. I could definitely see him jumping up this list a decent amount next year if he makes, like, a significant jump. But oh, 100%. I even if, like, even if the Thunder are, like, not, like, I don't expect the Thunder to, like, make the playoffs or anything. But if if, if they just, like, com- are competing, kind of, like, similar to, I guess, like, how the Sacramento Kings have always been competing, uh, that can definitely uh, mm-hmm. raise Shea on this list. Yeah, that's true. Um, So, at my number nine, I have CJ McCollum. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm guessing that's the guy you had above. Yeah. Right? Okay. So... My thing with CJ is I love my man CJ. Like, honestly, I think he's super underrated as a score. Like, I don't think that, like, I think that there's certain players where it's like, I look at a guy like Zach Levine, and there's certain players that I rank below him that aren't that far behind. Like, yeah, CJ, yeah. if he was in that situation, I think that he's basically in the same place. Like, CJ is so good to me. And just scoring the basketball, just basketball IQ, even like, underrated defensively like obviously he's a 6-3 shooting guard like he's not going to be amazing defensively but the defensive IQ is there and I mean scoring he started out the year really hot like he was averaging what he started the he started the year out crazy before he got injured what was his injury was it a leg injury um I'm not sure actually it was an injury that got him out for a long period of time though yeah my main thing on why CJ's low is just the playoffs um, That's true. He definitely struggled this playoffs. He definitely struggled this playoffs, and they really like they were going up against a beat and Nuggets team where they actually like had a chance. Like they were the lower no, seed. Oh, no, exactly. And that was that was a really bad loss for the Blazers. 
Yeah, for sure. And then with with the future in Portland kind of being foggy and Dame's future there and everything, it's just kind of like uncertain right now. But I still think that CJ is super skilled, and I think that his skill gets very overlooked. No, exactly. He's also older than I thought he was. <laughs> now looking at it, he's, he's how old do you think he was? I thought he was like twenty eight, twenty seven. How old is he? He's all he's turning thirty in a couple of days. I mean, you act like that's not very. You act like well, no, like, twenty eight and twenty nine is not a year apart. No, no, no. But he's no. I I thought he was like twenty seven. I thought he was like twenty seven, yeah, twenty eight. Yeah. But he's twenty nine, thirty. So, but yeah. <laughs> I guess that is not that big of a difference, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, like, I've gotten really bad at, like, players' names. Like, seasons and just ages start, like, blending together. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, CJ, honestly, CJ's really good. I think everything uh, in terms of, like, age and shit. Yeah. But no, defensively, and I guess just, like, I guess just, like, injury that happened did slow him down in this ranking and the playoffs, obviously. So I have him at nine. I'm guessing your number eight is CJ. Yeah. Holy <laughs> fuck. He's to have him higher. <laughs> yeah, CJ's my number one. <laughs> yeah, CJ's number one. Um, Anything else you want to say about CJ? No, not really. We pretty much hit it like every point on the dot. Yeah, he's super skilled offensively, inconsistent in this playoffs, and that's kind of why. And just like inconsistent, I feel like in general. That's fair. That's fair. But especially in the playoffs, I feel like, is when he's either like... Because he's had some amazing playoff games and playoff series, and he's had some bad playoff games and bad playoff series. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have those interchanged. So my number eight is Jalen Brown. Yeah, so is, so is, is mine. So is mine. Wait, what? I have Jalen. Wait. Wait. Oh, you I- have... Shea higher. Okay, never mind. I see. Yeah, I have I have Shea higher than. Okay, Jordan, that's but... fair. I have sorry. I have JB at seven. Okay. Well. Okay. So, I, I okay. So our my seven eight nine. So Shea is seven. JB eight. CJ nine. But you have JB seven. CJ. CJ. Shea. We just have it. I don't yeah. know how it's oriented. I I can't think of it in my head. I'm like staring at it, and I can't I can't picture yeah. it. I have Shea. As the best of those three, you have Shea as the yeah. best of those three. Yeah. And then, yeah. So, we'll, we'll talk about Shea later. Let's talk about Jalen Brown, because I have him at eight. I have him at this spot. So, Jalen Brown, I mean, he ha- he started out the year really good. And he was looking and, like the most improved yeah. player. Um, great score. I think that three-point shooting really took a... Took a nice jump and seeing yeah. that evolution. Even just, just overall, like, shot creation. I, I was going to say shot creation has been really good. I think he's a good defender. I don't think he's elite. I think his defense is... I don't know if I'd want to say it's, like, regressed a bit, but, like, it's kind of, like, stalled. Yeah, like, he's not, like, he's... I don't know. I think he's kind of, like, a bit, like, overrated defensively. I don't no. feel like he's an, he's an all-defensive defender. No, not right now. Not right now. And I don't know if he'll get to that because he's had to score more. So then when players start to take a bigger offensive load, then defensively it usually takes, it takes a hit. No, exactly. But yeah, scoring-wise, like there's nothing bad for me to say about Jalen Brown for why I think he's lower than Shea. Just when I get to Shea, I'll praise him a lot for certain things. That's right. Jalen Brown, I mean, defensively, good defender, has improved a lot as a shot creator and is a great scorer. Uh, has really improved his efficiency, and he just like he's a big part of that team. And seeing that evolution has been really nice. First time All Star this season. So, yeah, I mean he was an All Star over Shea, but like All Star appearances are so weird. Like Trey wasn't an All Star, so like how? No, exactly. Guy... Like everyone's like, well, who's the All Star? It's like I don't give a fuck. Like I'm not yeah, the coach. Exactly. I, I I didn't pick that. Yeah, I Trey like... Trey isn't an All Star, but he was like, wait, we have like the Man, fifth best point guard. Really, exactly. Like, Menz was like, in contentions to... Um, he almost went to the finals. So exactly. I that he almost led his team to the finals. But yeah. Jalen Brown, I don't know how the injury, like how it's going to play next year. It was a wrist injury. Oh, wait. I see it right here. Uh, so in May, a report said that he's going to return to basketball activities in three months. So like August, 
but we'll see how he plays next season, how that injury kind of – I feel like he'll start the season out slower, but then pick it up. I could definitely see that. But next season, we're just going to have to see how he plays, how the team plays, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, as a guard, he's a really good rebounder, but, like, I don't give a shit about that. No, exactly. People always, people always bring that up, but I'm like, okay. Yeah, like, I don't give a shit at all. <laughs> like, honestly. Like, I get, like, it's it's like a stat. It's like, you get triple doubles, but, like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. JP also wasn't, like, I was looking at some clutch stats. JP wasn't as good in the clutch as I thought he was. And just, like, the whole Boston Celtics team struggled in the clutch this season. So. Even Tatum? Tatum Tatum struggled a bit. Daddy Tatum. Like he still had his his great he still had his much moments. moments. Yeah. But as a whole, his clutch stats weren't as good as they usually are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything you... else you wanna what'd you say? Um, yeah, I definitely think um Jalen Brown kind of went like he went from uh underrated to like a little bit overrated. Because I definitely think people will be like, what? Eight? Seven? Like, Jalen Brown is way better than some people. But, like, I feel like it. a lot of people's impressions on Jalen Brown definitely came from when he started the season off as hot as he did. And That's don't get true. me wrong, I love me some JB. But uh, I definitely think he slowed down significantly for, compared to the start of the season. No, yeah, exactly. And that's, yeah. And, like... People were saying that he's better than Tatum at the start of the year. No, exactly. I was so big. I hated that argument. I, I hated that too. It just like pissed me off. I, I hated like, that uh, argument. No. Like, stop. Stop. Come on now. Yeah, facts. Um, anything else you want to say about Jalen Brown? So you have no, KB that's seven, I have an eight. Yeah. Uh should I move I on to my talk about my upsets and why I have to say as high as I do? Go for it. Okay, so it was a typo. No, I'm just kidding. It was a typo. <laughs> it was a no. typo. It was a typo. I meant to have him at seventeen, not seven. <laughs> My bad. Um, I think the main reason I have Shay over Jalen Brown is a couple things. First of all, is playmaking. That's fair. That's fair. Shay is a way better playmaker than Jalen Brown is, in my opinion. Jalen Brown had a couple games this year. He had a couple of games, but, like, Shea is just, like, I think he's that, he could be that lead playmaker on a team. Well, and he had Chris Ball to learn from, so he definitely can be. No, yeah, exactly. He took a big playmaking jump, and just, like, he's an elite shot creator. Like, I think his offensive – I think just, like, Shea is so overlooked in general. I think he's so – He under, is. Not overrated, underrated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like, defensively, like – I think JB is a better defender, but it's not like as it's big not a of far. a gap. No, it's not far. I think that between the two, the playmaking gap is bigger than the defensive gap, which I think is kind of one reason I gave the edge to Shea. That's fair. No, but, that makes sense actually. But scoring wise, I'd even have I'd even have Shea over Jalen Brown in terms of scoring, just because I mean Shea shot fifty one percent from the field. This season, that's insane for the team that no. he was on. No, exactly. To do that and forty-two percent from three, like scoring the basketball, I just love me some Shea. Like he's such an elite shot creator. Defensively, he's I'd say so, he's a good defender. So he's just smooth, so smooth. Yeah. yeah, him working in the mid range. I just think like the way that Shea scores takes more skill than the way JB scores. That's fair. Like that's just kind of my thing. And also, like, yeah, Shea was putting up, like, okay, 24 points, 6 assists with, all, all no, not almost, 50, 40, 80. So, like, if his free throw percentage was higher, he'd be 50, 40, 90. On, like, a G League team. <laughs> like, he was doing this on a G League team. Where like everybody that. could just key in on you. Yeah, exactly. And, like, where the rest of the team, like, who was the second best player, like, or just, Lou like, Dort. who was even the second-best scorer on that team? Yeah, Lou Dort, who shot 38% from the field. <laughs> like, that team, like, I'm, I'm actually curious who was second on the team in scoring. 
Like, I honestly don't know. Like, Baisley, Lou Dort, they shot under 40%. Like, it's just, like, they don't really have much. But Shea was yeah. a really big bright spot during that. Yeah. Yeah. Pokusevsky shot, like, under 40%. Like, everyone that, like, got minutes was just, like, awful. They're just and a they- crazy young team with a bunch of potential. And Shea was fucking great being the main only guy on that team. But, like, another thing that's crazy and why I have him this high is when Shea was playing, they were winning. No, they exactly. That is, that's a thing. They were competitive. But when he got out, then they were the worst team in the league, one of the worst teams in the NBA history, I'd say. Yeah. And that's also because they were resting out Horford and they were wanting to be that. But just at the same time, like, yeah, when Shea was, when Shea was on his game... He was amazing. And in terms of, yeah, and just like the advanced stats, Shea is really just like way more productive and way more efficient, way better than the advanced stats say, which I don't want to go just off the advanced stats, but I think that with yeah. all these things combined, I have Shea over JB. That makes sense. But yeah, Shay. I don't know. This was kind of just like a spur of the moment thing. I had Shea. I had Shea below um, JB, but then I did some more research and then I just kind of want to put him here and then also yeah like Shay, this is his third season he's 22 so I could have put I could have put Shay, I guess lower and give him time to grow but I think that Shay is that guy right now so I didn't really want to wait to put him there I think he's better than Jalen Brown and CJ so I'm not going to wait because he's younger to put him above them that makes sense so yeah um who is your number six this is where I have Zach Levine. Also, what are you, are you what are you typing up there? An essay? <laughs> or I'm not is that typing just it. another imaginary sound? I'm not, I'm not I don't know. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> oh, I, just, I just heard like keyboard clicking. <laughs> so maybe maybe not. I'm tri- I'm, I'm I'm major tripping. Okay. Um, but this is where I, I, have, I, I have Zach Levine here too. Yeah, me too. Uh, you can I start. Really, really wanted to put him higher, but I don't think he's there just yet. Um, it's hard competition above him. Oh, exactly. He's kind of like the odd man out. Yeah. Yeah, and like Zach Levine had a took a what did he did he put up like thirty this game or this series this season? Jesus Christ! I uh, put up twenty seven. Twenty seven. Okay, so First like all star. Yeah, and he made like he took a a significant jump. Obviously, he was great last year, but he definitely took another jump in terms of his like all around developing his all around game. Mm-hmm. Like I've noticed his, his playmaking's gotten better. Yeah, I was gonna say his playmaking definitely. Yeah, and he just. He he just proved that he's gonna he's that guy for the Bulls, and uh, that you know that he can be your main guy. And I definitely think he still has room to uh, he has room to grow on other ends of the floor on the other end of the floor and just in general. But uh, yeah. yeah, this right this is where I had him. I I really wanted to put him higher, but I don't think he's there yet. Yeah, it seems low to put him at six, but then when you look yeah. at the players above him, it's like he doesn't really fit above them. No, yeah, exactly. Like you, it's like you just can't. No, yeah. So, yeah, I have him at six. Just the evolution of him, I think, has been very big. Like, he went from literally just, like, a dunker, and that's all he was known for. <laughs> and then exactly. now he's, like, one of the best three – I'd say he's, like, one of the best three-level scorers in the league. Oh, 100%. Like, he can he can score from anywhere. Like, he's just – he just turned into a great all-around scorer. He's insane from three. Like, the amount of development he's went through – and just the amount of work put in, up, like you shoot three on eight attempts per game, that's yeah, that's crazy. No, and then exactly. just like overall as a scorer and just as a shooter, he has taken tremendous jumps. And then also playmaking has improved, I think too. Yeah, yeah. And the first time All Star, I think my main thing, I know this this it it kind of has to do with him, but it doesn't. It's just like he hasn't made the playoffs. No, exactly. The winning is the big thing. The winning is the big thing, which I don't like. I don't say that. Some people say it as like, oh, this player can't win as the main guy. That's not what I'm saying for Levine. I think he can. It's just we haven't seen it. He just needs better assets around him. And but I the think thing the Bulls is he, he has had decent assets, That's true. I feel like. Like, I feel like last season and this season, they were kind of expected to make the playoffs like that could also be fans just overreacting 
to the Bulls, but they were projected to make the playoffs the last two seasons, I think. Yeah. From the majority yeah. of NBA fans, and they haven't. It's and... like their team is weird. I don't know. A part of that was also their fucking retard of a coach they had. Oh, Maybe. yeah, that's <laughs> I forgot they had Boylan last year. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah. That was last year. Damn. I didn't know that. Or I forgot about that. But, yeah, like... Zach Levine can definitely get there. I just need to see it before I put him on a tier above. That's okay. fair. He's kind of like in the middle of both tiers, I think. Yeah. yeah. So he's 25. His free agency is a big thing coming up. Like, I, I definitely think he could leave. Is he a free agent, free agent next year? Uh, yeah, he's part of the class. Okay, he's part next of next year's year. class with, like, the big, the big free agency class. There's yeah. Kyrie, Harden, Durant... Um, who else is it? Curry. Yeah. Luka, yeah. But he's restricted and he's yeah, not going to leave. <laughs> and then there's Levine. There's a bunch of players in that class. Yeah. And I think that Levine, like, he's talented. Like, I think he's going to get heavily recruited. Like, I think he can make, like, a good. Like, I think if he teams up with, like, another all star, I mean, technically he already is, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think him as a second guy. I think I think he can be a first guy on a playoff team, but I think him as a second guy could be like a Near Morris. Like yeah, yeah. I think he'd be the second guy on a contender. No, exactly. Which has changed for me because I didn't really think that he could be like No, from last year to this year it definitely didn't seem like that was a uh it didn't seem like that was like in the realm of possibility, but now yeah, like I was, I was definitely... really well on him, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if I see him as like I I don't know if I see him as like that second guy on a championship team. But now I think I can see him as a second guy on a championship team. It just depends yeah. on the team, I guess. But yeah, um, who do you have at number five? I have Beal at number five. Okay, I have Beal here too. And I part of the reason I was thinking of having Beal over, or sorry, Levine over Beal is because like. Mm-hmm. Beal in and the terms of the Wizards making the playoffs is like the winning isn't necessarily that far off from Zach Levine. Like obviously the Wizards were in the playoffs this year, and yeah, it's not like a big like, exactly who is the exactly, and that's the thing. Yeah, but um, yeah, Beal is just like a phenomenal scorer, and he like just watching. The like degree of shots that Bradley Beal has to like take and try to score is like crazy, and like his sh- yeah. yeah, like his shot making ability is insane. Mm-hmm. But like, they're very similar. Yeah. No, exactly. But my here's my thing. So with the shooting guard list, there's a bunch of like scoring guards who are basically, I think the same skill level in terms of scoring guards. Those guys are like. Um, Beal, Spida, Booker, and Levine. I think they're all close in terms of offensive talent, but I think the main thing that ranks them is situation, and that's why Levine is the lowest out of all of them. That's fair. I think if you switch all their situations randomly, I don't think much in terms of teams. Yeah. Except for one, and we'll talk about that. But even then, I don't think it changes that much. It's all just, like, situational. Yeah. And for Beal... I mean, he has Westbrook, so that helps. But, like, again, it's also, like, people are, like, I've seen people, like, I've seen polls where it's, like, who's the best player on the Wizards, Westbrook or Beal? And people are saying Westbrook. So can I really put Beal over, can I really put Beal this high if people don't even think he's the best player on his own team? Or is that just people separating Westbrook, you know? (laughs) No, it's hard. No, people make things, like, so much more difficult than it needs to be. Yeah, facts. But, like... I think that, like, offensively, they're very close. I just think that Beal gets more shots, so higher. Higher. Like, Levine is more efficient, and, like, clutch, I feel like it's pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're just so similar to me, honestly. Yeah. No, they're definitely, like, really close. But Beal is so talented. Um, I've, I've said that before. Offensively, he's one of the most skilled shot creators say in the league yeah yeah just night in night out he just goes out there and takes a bunch of shots and makes most of them bill's come up was crazy yeah literally just like john wall sidekick catch and shoot guy to 
almost leading the league in points two years in a row. Exactly. Like, it is crazy. I think Beal is a bit overrated. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that people out there think he's top 15, and I don't think he's top 15. Well, especially because of that, like, one stretch where he was putting up, like, 40s, 50 pieces on, like, a night-in, night-out basis. Like, and that definitely... they were still losing. <laughs> no, exactly. No, exactly. Situation is just a huge thing. Like, I don't think that, like, he's not in a great situation, but I still think that he could do this kind of shit on, like, the Heat. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Levine. That's why I hate that argument, bro. It's like if a player's doing this on one team, <laughs> they're going to do it on another team. They trade, to the heat, they trade him to the Heat and he puts up, like, 20? Yeah. It... No, but, like, Beal would be a 25-point-per-game score on the Heat. And then, exactly. And like, right now he's a 30-point-per-game score, but, like, because exactly. you have less shots. No, exactly. You, still, you would turn into a bum. <laughs> like... <laughs> Bradley Beal can't do anything. He's going to average 15 if he gets traded to the Heat. Yeah, but the reason I have Beal this low is just like his all-round game. There's players above him that no, exactly. their all-round game is better. Yeah, yeah. And just, but I mean, Beal's a bucket. Love watching him play. And I hope that they have success next year. I don't know how the Wizards are going to do next year, but we'll have to see. Um. So, number four, who do you have? This is where I got Spider. I got, I got Spider here, too. I... I had I had Beal over Donovan Mitchell originally when I made this list, but then when I re when I remade it, then I put Spida over Beal. I guess that's just because showing love to the amount of team success he's had. Also that's but that's also just like situational, but I think that Mitchell is better all around and in the yeah. playoffs I think Mitchell's a better playoff player. So that's what no, exactly. the is. Yeah, like Spider will. Spider's been giving us like the numbers to look like a superstar, and as well as they're actually like the obviously the Jazz were the one seed this year, so like, and they could potentially have been in at least the conference finals if Gobert could guard Terrence Mann, and um, also if Gobert could score on Reggie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, they cracked the code. The Clippers are like, let's put Reggie Jackson on Gobert. He was like, oh, <laughs> <new> coach. <laughs> He's too small. <laughs> I don't know what to do, coach. Just score. And then he just bricks it. It's like, oh. <laughs> that didn't work. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, I do think that Spida did struggle um, against the Clippers towards yeah. the end of the series. Like, I'm looking at, like, I just remember Spida didn't really, like, the last three games of the series, he kind of wasn't really that like impactful for them like he was wasn't against spider we saw yeah exactly but i think that Donovan mitchell in the playoffs is very good i think that he he does i think that when he doesn't do great in the playoffs though it gets overlooked for the times when he does do amazing in the playoffs i feel like that's just like with any player like if that happened to jamal murray no one would give a fuck that happened to except like LeBron yeah, or like KD, I guess that's just like or Giannis, yeah. like except the big players, they'd be like, KD only put up twenty points this game. He's a bum. LeBron's better. Like that. It's only for like big players yeah, like that. People, yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. But Spider's Spider's been making improvements. Not anything like. I guess they have been kind of major. I think his shooting and his playmaking are kind of like the main things. He went from. Coming into the league, he was like, I'd say an average or a slightly below average. I'd say it was a below average three point shooter. Yeah. Slightly below average. And now he's like, I'd say a good three point shooter. Yeah. And then playmaking, he wasn't really like playmaking. He wasn't all that. Like, I don't think he was a good playmaker when he came into the league. No, like he He was a below average. He could do it, but he was definitely just primarily scoring the ball. I think when he came into the league, he was a very below average playmaker for his position and for his size. Yeah, and yeah. Then now, now he's averaging five assists per game on the same uh, on like low turnovers. So yeah, no, you can definitely see his all around game shaping up more. Yeah, but scoring wise, I mean that's kind of what he's known for. I don't think he's as good of a scorer as Beal or yeah, 
but I think that just the all-around game and the team success, I think, puts him over the top. Another thing about Mitchell is, like, he has Beal over defensively, but, like, I still think Spite is an overrated It's defender. not, but, it's not, but, I mean, like, there's, like, he can only, and it's not his fault, like, he can only be so much no, yeah. a defender at six foot one. Yeah. Uh, and when you have Gobert behind you, it obviously... And when you have that offensive load. No, exactly. Exactly, yeah. that too. But people be putting... I still be seeing people put Spider over Booker. And I've, like, for the past, I'd say, three seasons, ever since it's been started as a debate, I've been all Booker over Spida. And yeah. I don't know how it's still a debate. Like, I think that Booker has silenced those, or he should have at least. Yeah, no, this playoffs, he definitely, he definitely has. Well, I even think that I think that he should have, but I well, I it should have been before. Debate, but no, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anything else to say about Spider? That's about it. I think he's a bit overrated. He's a that's... junior. Yeah, I guess so. There's a lot of juniors in the league that don't go by junior. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, who's your number three? This is where I have the book. Okay. Okay. I have Paul George here. Okay. Now, okay. I like this. I like this. Okay. Our top three is looking different. Exactly. Well, I think that this is a big thing to be opposite on. I did have PG. Like, I make my list, and then I change it before we do this. And that was one of the changes I made. But I still, like, when I make a change, it's not just to make a change. Like, it's just, like, I I just think more about it, and I stand yeah. on it more. But, yeah. But yeah, I I definitely, yeah. I, I guess we should debate this. So why do you think that? Why do you think that um, PG is better than Booker? Because Paul George is also an elite defender. Here's my thing, though. I think that Paul George has regressed defensively. He's still fucking miles ahead of Devin Booker. Well, obviously, but I think that. Well, no, I think that they're on the same level defensively now, but. I just think that, like, my thing with Paul George is he's regressed defensively, and Booker's also, I think, way better. Well, not okay, maybe not way better offensively, but I think that he is substantially better offensively, and I think consistency is the main thing. That's Booker fair. is just a more consistent scorer, and I think that Paul George, with the regression defensively and with the inconsistencies, I think that that's what puts him below Booker for me. All right, hear hear me out though. Okay, Paul George. Obviously, we got Paul George on the defensive end by a decent amount. Yeah, I think playmaking is about equal. Okay. Um, I'd I'd say playmaking, yeah. And I think the gap, the gap, the gap scoring wise, I think is less Lower than the gap than defensively. But I do think the top three for me are pretty interchangeable. Yeah, I just like I don't know, bro. I just think that the consistencies is too hard to to look over. Like, I'm not trying to like hate on him. I love my boy PG. I think that he gets shit on a lot, and I've never like <laughs> you think. <laughs> but I don't really like I don't like shitting on him, but like I just think that Booker's better. I think that Paul George is an underrated playmaker. Beat the Suns without Kawhi. What did that series go to? Remember I can't that? remember if it was six or seven. <laughs> it was definitely not seven. It was it was six. <laughs> Actually, was it? Wait, wait a fucking second. I am tripping. I mean, yeah, this playoffs, that series, I think, kind of showed that he shouldn't be as disrespected as he is. But he was also like... Oh, it was 4-2. <coughs> oh, my it was God. Four two. Yeah. Okay, it was 4-2. Yeah. Um... I even think like he was inconsistent in that series. He was. Uh, I feel like that was also part of the Suns like Game keying plan, in yeah. on more. Yeah. During yeah, certain true. games. Why is Cameron Payne the graphic for this game? Because Cameron Payne is the best player in the league. <laughs> he was. He was really going up that much that they had Paul George and Cameron Payne as the guys showcasing the game. <laughs> Cameron Payne and Paul George out of all the. I mean, I guess he was hot, so then they were like, okay. <laughs> Cameron Payne's that dude. Facts. But, 
I think it's very close. Like I just have Booker slightly because I just think that the I, I think the regress defense and the inconsistencies. But it's like really close. Like like I said, I had PG over Booker. And I kinda yeah. thought that you were gonna have PG over Booker. But it's not all I have PG over. Oh, oh, is PG one? <laughs> yes he is. I really doubt that. But he is. No, he's not. <laughs> well, I'll show if I could show you my list right now, I would. Okay, well, when we get to that, then you better be saying that he's number one, and you better not go back. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Paul George is, is still elite. But I just have Booker over like the things that Booker's things that Booker's been doing has been insane, and he's finally just gained the respect that I think he deserves. He's being the player that he's fucking been his whole career, but now he's actually getting praise for it. That's true, yeah. But he's yeah, that that's facts. But he's a lead offensively. He's like if they win the final like he has potential to be the finals MVP. Oh, if the Suns win if the Suns the win he's, he's finals if, well, that's why I said potential. Booker if Booker doesn't win it, it's fucking rigged, bro. It's literally just the NBA being like Chris Paul. You finally won your finals. Here's a finals MVP. Like, that's what it is if Booker... That's if, what it would be, yeah. Because Booker if has been Booker way better like, than, yeah. Like, I love Chris Paul, but Devin Booker has been playing way better than Chris better. Paul this series. Yeah. The reason that they've been winning has more been attributed to Booker, and I think the reason they've been losing has more been attributed to Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I said potentially because if they win the series, because it's they're still down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Booker's no, exactly. Booker's just that guy, and I just think that he's finally getting the recognition, like you said, like he's been doing this since year two, basically. Like he's been he's been doing this. He's been this guy for so long, but everyone he's it's just empty stats. Yeah, exactly. And he's been like barely making All Star games for the past two. Like, barely made it this year. He barely made. Yeah, exactly. He barely made it this year and last year. <laughs> he was a. Uh, he was a southern guy, like Replaced. he wasn't even supposed to be there. So that's just crazy. But yeah, it, it's really close. Bye, Booker. Over. Um, nothing else to say really about Booker. I think. Oh, also, I think Booker's more clutch. That's enough. that's fair. Booker. PG, PG was he he was being that dude in the clutch when Kawhi went out though. I'll give him that. No, I agree with that, but I still think that Booker. Is more clutch, more consistent, and yeah, these you can't really use games, defense no. as putting it. Like usually, I'm the type of guy to put if there's two players that are similar, I value the defense. But in this case, Paul George has regressed defensively, and I think that there's more, there's more going for Booker, I guess. Yeah. Um. So who's your who's your number two then? Is it? So I got Kyrie. You're joking. I'm not joking. This is where I got Kyrie. <laughs> I can I can tell you're smiling right now. You're not fucking. I am smiling, but this is where I got Kyrie. You're serious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this is. A, I still don't believe you, bro. You have to injury prone. List after this. I will. I don't okay. have numbers next to it though, because okay, I just typed yeah. it up last. I guess I could show you the one on my phone. That's fine. No, no, that's fine. Okay. Like I said, the top three is really interchangeable. But, like... I don't know if it's that interchangeable, but okay. So, okay, okay, I, Riley, Riley, think of it like this. When we do our top 15, top 20, top 25, whatever we decide to do, then PG's you have better. to put PG over Kyrie. Yeah. PG's better. Okay, well, it's just you have to remember to stick to these consistencies because I don't want to see Kyrie over Paul George in your top we'll 20 see. list. <laughs> no, no, because he's, that he's better here, so that he has to be better there. Kyrie is just Bradley Beal glorified. <laughs> no, he is not. No. What he's is, other than no. ball handling, what does Kyrie do better than Bradley Beal? And scoring, uh, obviously. <laughs> uh, Kyrie. Did you say and scoring? What does he like, do better than him? Ball handling and I scoring. Mean, like, <laughs> I meant, like, like, obviously we know that, but, like, like, how like, is it enough to put Kyrie over Kyrie higher? Because like he's only so much better at those things. So like, and he's not that good of a playmaker. Because Harden came in and did the playmaking for him. Well, yeah, but I still think that. Well, yeah, but I still think that he's a better playmaker than Beal. 
which is what your argument is. Well, so I just what? but it's but is it enough to be like that much better? You know. Well, I'd say that there's other aspects that make him much better. Paul I'd George say... is obviously like ten times better of a defender. Okay, well that well yeah, but it's still like I don't know. I think that Kyrie's just the better offensive player. Like Pete, they're just so different to compare, I guess. Because PG's that That's two-way right. guy, Kyrie's that. pure offense. But I think that like Kyrie's one of the best offensive weapons in the league. And that is also true. Like one of the best Paul offensive George, weapons in the Paul league. Paul George George's playmaking is underrated as well though. Like it's arguably on similar levels to Kyrie's playmaking. Okay, ignore the phone, but yeah. I was gonna say what was that? <laughs> <laughs> That's just the phone ring. But no, I'd say like I don't know, bro. I think that Kyrie Kyrie's just the bear score. Like there's nothing that's not a debate. Well, yeah, that's obvious. In terms of in terms of just like scoring from everywhere. I was gonna say I feel like Kyrie's ability to like get better shots, like if I'm comparing to like Beal, Kyrie's ability to actually like get an open look is better than Bradley Beal. Like Ky- Kyrie just makes it look easier. That's true. But I mean the thing with Kyrie, like my thing is the problems that are with Kyrie, most of the problems with Kyrie aren't even like basketball related. They're just like he's a <laughs> weirdo off, and he leaves the him, team at random times. Him, <laughs> him off the court him off the court and his injuries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's that's the thing. <laughs> but I mean, who's got the championship ring? Exactly. <laughs> Would have been Paul George this year if Kawhi didn't get injured. You think so? I think the Clippers could go toe to toe with the Bucks. Bro, you were saying you were saying that the injury. I had the Clippers in the finals. No, you said that injury. No, 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 no. You said that people are saying that the Suns got an easy path to the finals, and you're saying, and I remember you saying that it wouldn't change if they if the injuries didn't happen. Okay, that's true. But like the Suns, okay. Here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. People, I'm not saying Phoenix. It's wraps. If Kawhi plays. That's what people. That's what people. Okay. Say. Yeah, that makes if, sense. They're like, if Kawhi plays, Clippers win in four. Like, I don't think. No, I think it could be a grinded, a grind series goes to seven, and any any team could take it. I'm taking Suns in seven in that case, though. But yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, but then like, the thing is, if book if if Pete or if Kawhi doesn't get injured, then you don't have Paul George at one right now. No, because I know. Be, yeah, exactly. That's my Paul thing. George is definitely like the perfect sidekick next to Kawhi, though. Kyrie's a sidekick to Harden and Kevin Durant. And he still puts up 27. <laughs> He's the third option that puts up 27. What but did Harden last year? Actually, yeah, Harden, I think, scored like 25 with the Nets. He was lower than Kyrie, I think. I mean, to be fair, it's also because they don't have, like, <laughs> I don't even know who they're th- I guess Joe Harris is probably their fourth scorer. Yeah. Hard up 24 and a half. Kyrie is also, he was also the only All-NBA player on that team, so. Because he was the only one that fucking played. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I have Kyrie. I think his, his scoring is too... It's too good not to give a complete like. Give me the, give me one of the best offensive scorers in the league over a two-way guy whose defense has regressed. I don't know. That's just like I've always said. Like I value defense so much, but there comes a point where you have to value the offense more. And that's just like, I I don't know. I just have Kyrie. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't know. Like, yeah, in terms of leadership and just, like, weirdo factor, Kyrie is not as, like, high up. But in terms of basketball skill, like, he's literally, like, one of the most skilled players in the league. One let's look at let's look at Paul George's game log. 34, okay. 26, 27, 23, 41, 21. <clears throat> 
Okay. 13 rebounds, 16 rebounds, 15 rebounds. Okay, now we're talking about rebounds. <laughs> no, I ju- I was just adding that. <laughs> Assist. 5, 6, 8, 6, 6, 2. Is this during the... <laughs> I like you this is the... when you say this. Is... <laughs> this is against Phoenix. Okay, this is during... This is against Phoenix? Okay, I see. And... Definitely, you could definitely tell his worst game is definitely when they keyed in on him in the last game. After after you yeah, got let's also up. let's also look at this though. Let's look at this: ten for twenty six, ten for twenty three, nine for twenty six, five for. 26. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk. About it. That's forty three percent. Hey, the I... game he dropped forty one, he was shooting seventy five percent. Yeah, facts. I think like, yeah, that's true. I oh, think don't he had started with this jazz series. I think like the old like his other games, I'd say were good for what actually. Wait, what am I? Oh yeah, they only won. Yeah, what the heck? Here's my thing, Riley. The games that the Clippers won were because Paul George played amazing, but in their exactly. four losses, Paul George didn't show up that much. Like. He didn't play bad though. Well, no, he he didn't. Well, I mean, no, he didn't play awful. But I mean, you could argue that in game in game six he did play bad. The last game, yeah, I'd say game six you could have an argument that he played bad. For the rest of the games that they lost, it's not that they played bad, but but he's still bringing you great defense on the other end of the floor. I wouldn't say great though. That's what I, <laughs> I wouldn't say he's a great defender. Well, that's anymore. where you're wrong. Okay, it's just how we view him defensively, I guess. I, I just don't think we, that he's I forget, the... who, I forget who we said. Who did you say was a good defender? JB. So you think JB and Paul George are on the same level of defense? I said that. J- yeah, I said JB's a good defender. I think that they're. I think they're not far off. I don't think that Paul George is that elite player that or not that elite player. I think he's an elite player. I don't think he's that elite defender anymore. I'd say he's I'd say he's a very good defender. I'd say JB's good and he's very good, but I don't think that Paul George is that elite defender. Great is just the glorified version of very good. Great is the <laughs> <laughs> No, I think that I think that great is a tier above very good. I think it goes good, very good, then great. No, nah, most NBA most NBA fans here is go like all, all star, all star, superstar. <laughs> no, there is this is the hell out of me. I'm like, what does that mean? In terms of potential, it goes he's gonna be an all star and then he's gonna be a superstar. <laughs> Those are the two no, things. No. In terms of potential, it's he's either an all star or he's an all star. <laughs> that's all it is, bro. That's all anybody ever says. This guy's gonna be an all star. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Any any NBA player under twenty two or under a certain age, there's probably been somewhere out someone that said they're gonna be an all star. Take like any the, young player. It's like the meme of that guy when he's like this. He's trying to decide which button to push. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> try to decide between all star or all star. Yeah, facts. Like, let, let's take an example. Miles Bridges, right? He's obviously not going to be an all star, but I've seen him. I've seen people say he has all star potential. <laughs> like, that's just one thing. That's literally, just one just example. A, literally, just a really entertaining role player. <laughs> exactly. Like, not, like he's not even like. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know, bro. Everyone has all star potential. I have all star potential. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be an all-star trust. You came in and shot like ten threes and made six of them. Be all have all-star potential. Facts. I still have Kyrie over. I still have Kyrie first. Back to the topic. <laughs> but that's just like, I guess, just like value things. Yeah, like you value the defense more. Which I mean, I used to value defense more, but even even when I value defense more than I do right now, I still don't think I would have Paul George over Kyrie. That's fair. I don't know. I just think that like I have Booker over Paul George, and Kyrie's better than Booker. So then, with the equation of that, it's like we're debating Kyrie or Paul George. We really should be debating Paul George or Booker. And then I gave my reasons for why I think Booker is better than Paul George. So then Kyrie is just like. 
a glorified version of that. So I basically gave my argument for why Kyrie is better than Paul George when I ranked Booker above Paul George and then Kyrie ranks above Booker. You know? Like, I think it's all close. Like, I think these, like, I think it's close. I definitely think the tiers are D book, Kyrie, PG. Oh, 100%. I think that that's the first tier. Like, it all just is situational. I think if, like, if Kyrie doesn't get injured, I think that he's, like, for sure number one for you. Yeah. And I think I it's think... definitely tiers, it tiers of three for the top nine. I, I, I'd the, actually say, like, yeah. Even, like, the one. top 12. I, I agree with that, actually. But, yeah. Which is, like, nice. You know? That made but, it decent. You're right. But, like, yeah. If Kyrie is healthy, and the Nets go on to win the championship, then I think that you would put Kyrie number one. I yeah, honestly, that... it, was, it was just pretty heat at the moment. I was like, I had, like, I had written, originally, originally written down PG, and I was like, I, I'll, I'll probably change that later. And I was like, fuck it, we're going PG. <laughs> No, I did have PG at two. And, like, I get what you're saying. I think they're on the same tier, but I just have PG on the lower end of that tier. Yeah. But, yeah. But then also, like, if Booker if Booker wins finals MVP, then... And if Booker has, like... If Booker has... Yeah, that's thing, true. Game six and game seven... That's yeah, the playoffs, are, the playoffs aren't even over yet. That's another thing we usually wait for this, because, like, if Booker has an insane game six and seven and they win the championship, then He's, we probably... Be one. Then we might have a one. I think that I don't. I don't think I. I don't know if I'd have him one yet. I wouldn't yeah. have him one yet. I'd still have Kyrie over him. But I think if he got that, Finals MVP. Kyrie don't have no Finals MVP. That's true. I. I don't know, bro. I. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll have to see. But then, yeah, and then also if Paul George, if Paul George goes to the finals without Kawhi, then he's over Booker probably. So it's all just like situational. No, exactly. I think like next season when Clay's gonna start to enter the discussion too, and like I think Clay's gonna slip though. I think Clay will slip. I think he'll be like, like five. I could see him slipping even lower than that, just because I don't think his defense yeah. is. I saw a video of someone talking about it. He was the perfect three and D guy, and now like the injury is probably gonna. Hurt it's definitely like a lot defensively, I think. But I also was, I heard this guy. He was talking about Clay. And he was like, he was talking about how he's like, uh, how he doesn't think Clay is like an elite defender, right? And he was talking about how, yeah, I can, I can, yeah. And he was talking about how he's like, um, the Warriors would be like, yeah, Clay, Clay, he'll be like, yeah, I'll go guard this guy. But if they're go- if they're dropping fifty on him, like, does it really matter? And I was like, yeah, he kind of pissed me off. But I was just like, it's so stupid because. You literally just watch Clay play defense, and you know he's fucking, he's locking pulls up. But I definitely think that's gonna regress a lot when he comes no, back. Yeah. It's because he's an on-ball defender. Like he's not the type of yeah. guy that like plays heavy like passing lanes like that, and that's why his steals are lower. Players yeah. that get more steals in the box score, they play passing lanes more. That's how you get more steals. On-ball defense, you don't get steals. You just like stop your player from scoring as efficiently. Most of the time, like when we're talking about defense, defensive field goal percentage, like how much percentage, a percentage of like their field goal percentage as Clay as the defender is more of a teller of defense rather than steals in terms of how he plays defense. That's why I think Ben Simmons was arguably the defensive player of the year this year, because every time he was guarding people, he was fucking clamping them up. I mean, Gobert's the exact same way, too. But, yeah, like, Ben Simmons, when he was guarding, like, the top players in the Gobert league, he was them up. Gobert's not going to do that. Versus Steph, who you make, who's making the stop? Simmons or Gobert guarding Steph on the perimeter? Definitely not Gobert. Uh, I think I think we've seen since the dancing Gobert meme, I think that it's <laughs> Gobert. <laughs> no, but it's also just, like, Yeah. Like, like, there's not a lot of players that Gobert has, like, the defensive advantage for. Yeah, yeah. That's just because they're completely different defenders. Gobert no. is a more team defender. Simmons is more of a, you go guard that guy. You're not going to tell Gobert to it's kind of like, LeBron. Like, it's kind of similar to Giannis. I think Giannis is the better defender than Gobert all around. Don't get me wrong. Like, Giannis can go on the perimeter, and he'll be able to guard someone on the perimeter. He can but do both. 
Giannis, yeah, Giannis is definitely more of that help defender, which is why he's usually not guarding Kevin Durant or, I mean, Jimmy Butler, you know, he's, you know. But uh, that's why he's usually not guarding the team's best player because he's the help guy. Yeah, exactly. No, I think that Giannis might be the best defensive player in the league. I could see that. Dude, the, we got some boys with collapse in the league right now. Yeah, facts. And hopefully we do, like, I was thinking we could do, like, rankings of, like, the top duos in the league, the top scorers in the league, the top defenders in the league. Like, maybe continue, like, the ranking series after just, like, players. Maybe we could do that yeah. all during the offseason because the offseason is going to be, like... <laughs> Except when there's trades and shit. It's just yeah. going to be rumors and, like, yeah, like, other than the draft day, free agency day, then there's not, like, much else other than, like, rumors. Yeah. Hey, will the next pod be in uh, after the draft? When is the draft? Ten days, I think. I, I guess we got to do wait. the rest. Of, I guess we got to do the rest of the rankings, so. though. I don't want to wait ten days for the pod. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, we've had some long ass breaks. Like it hasn't felt long, but it's been like two weeks. No. I was just like, shit. No, there has been two, and I was like, I just don't have like the time, <laughs> or just like no later talk about yeah. But yeah, so. To recap, I guess, our player rankings. <laughs> so, my order from 1 to 10 is Kyrie, Booker, Paul George, Spida, Beal, Levine, Shea, JB, CJ, Levert. So, basically, it's the same as yours, but I'm higher on Kyrie, Booker, Shea, and Levert, basically. Yeah. And you're higher on... You're higher on Paul George, JB, Jaylen Brown, and Van Vliet. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, it's it's all just like debatable. Like we think that they're the very tiers. close. It's just like, yeah, like all these players are very close that we've had discussions with. Like it's not like one of us thinks that they're like, yeah. We never really have like where we think one player is like two and the other one's like I am not nine. <laughs> it's just like these even like even seven. Westbrook last year, you had him at like eight or nine, and I was like, I could see that. I have him at seven. Or we're like what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had him like, yeah, exactly. But yeah, that is all for this episode of the Hoopers Lab podcast. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you tune in for our small forward list, which where Brandon Ingram will be number what? Before Ingram will be one, and um, are you prepared? Number two. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Uh, no, Joe, Joe Harris will be thirty after that performance. <laughs> But yeah, that is all for this episode of the Hoopers Lab Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you tune in for the next one. And take care and goodbye. Adios.